for their interview this morning. If you're a guest here today, I've been doing a sermon series um, called Pursuing Your Calling. And uh, we did a couple of sermons and talked about a couple of uh, biblical characters. But in the last few weeks, we've had special guests here today. And actually, we have a guest here today, but Betsy is really no guest. She's been a member of our church for years and years. And Betsy Box is here with us, and she's going to talk about her calling to start what's called the Bedford School. So I'm going to ask Betsy to come on up. Y'all give her a round of applause. Thank you, Betsy. Yeah, have a seat. So some of y'all may have heard of the Bedford School. How many of y'all have heard of the Bedford School? It's over in Fairburn. Look at that. A lot of folks know who that is, okay, where that is, all right? And uh, Betsy uh, was the one who was called to found it. So Betsy, tell us a little bit about the Bedford School. Good morning. That's a hard act to follow. That was beautiful. (laughs) Thank you for that blessing. The Bedford School is a school specifically for children with learning differences, things like dyslexia, attention deficit, high-functioning autism. These are kids that are average to above average in intelligence, but have processing differences, language-based differences that make it difficult for them to be successful in the public school. Our mission at the Bedford School is to maximize the potential of children with learning differences and develop foundations for success. I started the school in 1985 in the basement of Southwest Christian when it was Washington Road. And we were there, we had 36 kids. We were there for about five years and outgrew that space. And we moved to an unused building on the campus of Atlanta Christian College, which was in East Point at the time. And we outgrew that space, and we bought 45 acres in Fairburn and raised the money and built the building and moved in in 2001. We currently have about 140 students, grades 1 through 9, and we have small classes. We do math twice a day and English twice a day so that we can present it at the, at the pace that most of our students can process. We have a very structured program. We have a full athletic program and um, a ropes course, STEAM classes. When students leave us, they go into traditional programs, public or private, and they usually just need what are called accommodations, things like extended time on a test or a note-taking buddy, but these are accommodations that they can get all the way through college. We also have a summer program called Squirrel Hollow Camp, And we do academic tutoring in the mornings, and then in the afternoons, we have the recreation activities on our ropes course. We have an outdoor pool, and that way a lot of kids can get what they need in the summers. You don't have to be a Bedford student to come to uh, our summer program. And a lot of kids can get what they need in the summer and and not need us during the school year. Well, I'm familiar with the school. Uh, I know um, Betsy being at Southwest for so long. But also, I was an intern um, uh, as I was graduating from high school in 1984, and I was an intern at Southwest, and I remember seeing the Bedford kids and trying to figure out, what is this school? Why are these, these kids here? And, and learning a little bit about it. And when you're 18 or 19, you don't really pay attention to much of that. But as I saw it, and then I went to Atlanta Christian College and saw y'all come over there, and, it, and, and as I had friends and folks in the church who had kids that were part of it, it, it made a lot more sense. And I just remembered, um, as I was talking to my sister uh, who was here for the first service, She, both of my sisters worked for Squirrel Hollow in the summers for, for a few summers. So they had a lot yes, of they did. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, so tell us a little bit, Betsy, how, when did you first sense a calling to do something about kids 
who had these learning differences. When, when did you get that? I always struggled in school. I always wanted to be a teacher, and I wanted to work with kids who struggled, especially in reading. I struggled. I remember sitting in first grade, and all the other kids could make sense of those little squiggles on the page, and I didn't know how they were doing that. We had readers called Dick and Jane, and these were... Now, we got to ask them. Remember, we okay, said, how yeah. many people remember Dick and Jane? Or First okay, service, so, yeah, everybody knew. Okay, well, that, these were, these were traditional that. readers that everybody had in the 1950s. Right. So, But anyway, Dick and Jane had... I was confused by them because they had this cat named Pup, and they had this dog named Tag, but I read it backwards, and I read that they had a pet god named Tag. <laughs> So <laughs> I thought, that's pretty cool. I want one of those. You know, yeah. I went home and asked mom, how can I get a pet god, you know? <laughs> but uh, I knew when I got to be an adult, I got diagnosed as dyslexic, and I, I knew why I struggled, which was a relief to know uh, why you had trouble and what you needed to be successful. So, so how did that kind of pr pursue um, a school? You know, you had a learning difference. You yeah. knew there were other kids that did. So how did that kind of push you to mm -hmm. saying, hey, God, you're calling me to something, to do something about that? Well, when I got to college, there was no such thing as a special ed major back in 1968. So I got to college and majored in elementary education. And the first education class I went into at Foundations at Sanford, the professor opened with a prayer. And she said, thank you, God, for these young people who have chosen to obey your calling to the ministry of teaching. Wow, that was my, wow, my most humbling moment because I always thought it was just what I want to do when I grow up. And, and then I realized that I was doing what God wanted me to do all along. So it wasn't this mountaintop big moment where, you know, God spoke to me or sent me, no an, e sent me an email or anything. Right, right. No. Uh, it was such a strong desire that I didn't realize that it, God was the author of that desire. He put it there. So I started working uh, in the summers in a research program working on dyslexia. And one of the summers, the program was held at Woodward Academy. They used those facilities. And Woodward wanted to start a full-time dyslexia program. And I was right out of college. So in the fall of 71, uh, we started that program at Woodward. And I was there for 14 years. Wow. Well, that must have been a little intimidating being that young and starting a program like that. But I know it had to be fulfilling to say, hey, I'm actually doing something with something I actually had a problem with, right? Yeah, it was exciting because back then nobody knew about dyslexia. Nobody knew about learning disabilities. And um, there weren't a lot of experts in the field. So whatever I knew was more than some other people knew about learning disabilities. And it was all new and exciting. And we were getting students that were years behind in reading but were on grade level in math or above grade level, uh, very creative kids. And um, after 14 years there, there were a group of parents that needed a full-time school for their kids. And so this was something I always wanted to do, and I figured if it didn't work, I could go back to teaching and be perfectly happy. So I, I prayed about it, and then I went to my Sunday school teacher, who was Jimmy Collins at the time. I went up to his office and said, I, I think I want to be a teacher. I mean, I want to be a, I want to start a school. And he said, um, well, number one, is there a need for a school like this on the south side of Atlanta? 
And I said, yes, there is. There is a need. The north side has several special schools, and we don't have anything on the south side. He said, well, number two, in all humility, are you the best person to fit the need? And I said, yes. Uh, we had our summer program going, and um, I felt pretty confident that I thought I knew what I was doing. So, <laughs> so he said, take that as a green light from God and pray that he will stop you if it's not what he wants you to do. That was my wow moment. Um, it's 35 years later. God has not stopped us yet. He continues to, to bless our, our efforts uh, in what we do. Now, I know you also, we also talked about um, Jim Dyer, who was a uh, minister here at Southwest for 38 years. And I know you also, you went to Jimmy Collins, and you went to, but what did, what was Jim's reaction to you starting a school? <laughs> well, I went to Jim Dyer, and by then, the desire was so strong in me. I couldn't think of anything else. And I went to him, and I'm crying. And I said, I think I want to start a school. And Jim Dyer said, let's do it. Wow. So... That's what we did. Some, some more confirmation. Yeah, 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 a lot of confirmation yeah. there. Yeah. Were there, um, did you have any, maybe any roadblocks or, or things that made made you think, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to do? It doesn't sound like it, but did you have any of those? <laughs> I honestly never second-guessed the decision to start the school. But by nature, I'm not uh, adventurous. I'm not um, going to jump in there and do things. Uh, so it, it was a risk, but I, I was probably my own worst enemy because I tended to worry a lot, but I would worry about finances, and Jim Dyer would say, God's got plenty of money, right. and, and I would worry about admissions, and, and Jeff James says, well, God will send us the right kids. So a key has been the board of directors, and we've had some, some wonderful godly folks over the years on our board of directors uh, a lot from from here at Southwest, and now Craig's on our on our board. So they're godly people who work together for uh, for the school to glorify God through the Bedford School. Well, how has how has your personal faith in God over the years helped you to keep that vision going forward uh, for the Bedford School and what God's called you to do? Well, I think. It's probably those green lights. We get confirmation all the time that we're doing the right thing. And success is the biggest motivator, whether it's a child learning to read or, or a teacher uh, or an administrator. We, we see our successes. Kids tell us things. One child told me one day, I love the Bedford School because here I'm not invisible. Mm. You know, nobody should ever feel that way. Uh, Friday, we had a student, a former student, come by to show us his college acceptance letter. Made a special trip over. And I was at the movies yesterday, and a lady stopped me in the hall, and she said, Betsy Box. And I said, yeah. And she said, she said my son came to your school, and, and your school changed his life. He's an adult now. He's successful. He's married with a couple of kids, and one of them might need you now. And... <laughs> So we get these confirmations all the time. We want our students to be able to do whatever they could have done without the learning differences, only even better. Right. Um, tell the story, if you don't mind, about uh, Christy, who we you yes. talked about it for yeah, mm -hmm. and how you know she was a student, and now what has happened as a result of that. Well, we've got several teachers who are former students. Uh, one of those was a little sixth grade girl. She said to me many years ago, she. She said, I'm going to be a teacher. And I said, that's just wonderful, Christy. 
And she said, and I'm going to teach here someday. Oh, that's just great, Christy. Well, that was Christy Weaver Dickens who um, came through our program and then went to Landmark and went to college and has a degree in special education, taught with us several years and then took several years off to have a couple of daughters. And her oldest daughter is with us now and Christy's back teaching with us. So uh, we have several several former students teaching, and to me that is one of the greatest motivators and greatest compliments when a child who struggled wants to be a teacher, and they know how it feels, and they have an empathy uh, for the kids, um, but they know what they need, and they can be tough on them too when they need to. Absolutely. And I would imagine, I didn't ask you in the first one, I'm kind of throwing this at you, but I, I would imagine that it, it's... Um, uh, you've had to have a lot of dealings with parents because it's got to be difficult when your kid's struggling and you're thinking, as a parent, sometimes we go, well, they're just being lazy mm -hmm. or they just don't like school or something like that. But the kid really does have some kind of, so so maybe share maybe how the um, finding out what the issue is is kind of a, you know, a, 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 oh, wow, I feel so much better now that I realize what the problem is and how to help that. How is, I know that's kind of been some of the things yeah, that well, parents through. You know, through. people don't come to see me when things are going great, <laughs> probably <laughs> right. like you. <laughs> they come that's when their child is struggling. They don't know why. Right. And sometimes they're being told, well, you're just an overanxious mother or you're, you're just comparing this child to the brother or sister or something or he'll outgrow it. That doesn't happen. You don't outgrow a learning disability. Um, so one of the key things is to get good evaluation by a, by a psychologist who knows what they're doing, and they usually give a battery of about 10 tests that look at IQ and processing and skills, and they can identify, are there, are there uh, issues here, what are they, and what do we need to do about it? I had a child come to me one time for admissions. She was a sixth-grade girl. And she was in a traditional program. She had gotten by pretty much on memory work and, and PR skills. And uh, she had just been diagnosed as dyslexic. And so I explained everything to her, and she looked right at me, and she said, that's great. I said, yeah? She said, yeah. It's like a math problem. Once you work it, you don't have the problem. You have the solution. Wow. She said, finding out I'm dyslexic is my solution. So I encourage parents, you know, if your gut feeling tells you there's something different, there's something not right, don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. Uh, go get a, a proper evaluation and uh, good, good testing, and, and then you'll know, you know, what does my child need. Right. Well, obviously God's called you, and you think of over the years, um, I'm thankful that you accepted that calling and followed that calling because think about you just told a few stories but how many kids over the years and parents you've you've done something amazing your school has done something amazing for those families and kids I mean it literally like you said the lady yesterday it changed their lives so um over the years you've had to hire and develop many leaders and teachers over the years so how how has that been um how important has that been to pick the right people to keep that God calling vision in your school? Having the right teachers and the right administrators, that is key. It is critical because these are the kids that day-to-day, hands-on with the, with the kids, uh, guiding them, teaching them, making them feel successful. And I always thought years ago that um, 
you know, I'd do this forever. Well, and, and a lot of y'all are much younger, but growing old won't take as long as you think it will. <laughs> it, it, may, it may not. So I always said, well, God will tell me when it is time for me to take a different role here at the school. And two or three years ago, I knew it was time. And so I created my own job as director of admissions, and I get to do some sub work and uh, get to hang out with kids and work with families. And no, nobody's told me, no, I can't do something yet. And um, uh, the, our headmaster, Jeff James, became head of school. And I'll tell a brief story on, on Jeff. When I was at Woodward, we had a peer tutoring program, and a lot of high school kids would tutor uh, 30 hours for free for the school as a service project. And some of them would come to our dyslexia program, and I would, I would teach them and guide them in tutoring the elementary kids. And so one day, this um, group of very excited little cheerleader girls came in with this quiet fellow. And um, I thought, these girls are going to be great, but I don't know about this quiet fellow. So the first time he sat down to teach, I knew he was the best teacher I'd ever seen, and he was a ninth grader. Wow. So he definitely had, has that gift. Uh, but he's our head of school now, and he is the right person in the right place at the right time. And our assistant head of school, Allison Day, started working with us in our summer program when she was in, in college. And the year before she went into her senior year in college, I gave her a contract for the day she graduated, because I didn't want anybody else to get a hold of her. So she's been there over 25 years now, I guess. Wow. But having the key people is, is critical. And I don't miss being in charge at all. I, I love it, in fact. It's yeah. wonderful. I do admissions and uh, do whatever I can to help. Good. Yeah. Well, I know picking the right leadership and people is very important. And um, uh, I know picking and having Jeff and Allison running the school now was it was a great choice and I know they've been called to do what they do and I thank them for what they do with kids and we've also had Matt and Kelly Queen mm -hmm. and you mentioned Christy and there's others I was talking to Jan Wallace and a couple of her kids were involved mm -hmm. so we've had a lot of partnerships over the year with the Bedford School and uh, kids that grew up in our church and adults and are part of the Bedford School and you think about again how many lives you've been able to change by following God's calling and uh, so thank you for what you've done. Um, I know we've got a video. You want to kind of uh, introduce that yeah, video for us? Our video that we're going to show is a short video, and it was made by a former student of ours, a, a boy named Jacob. He came to us in the fourth grade. He would, he would barely look up. He had not been successful in a traditional setting, a dyslexic child, but very, very bright, so no one thought anything was, was different about him. He always wanted to make films, and he is now a junior at Georgia State in the Honors College, and he's majoring in film. So he's being able to pursue his, his dream. But he came back last winter and spent about a week with us filming and interviewing and made the film that you're going to watch. So as you watch it, I hope it will give you a different perspective on children with learning differences, such as dyslexia, because oftentimes uh, they're very creative, more creative than, than a lot of folks and he's able to pursue his dream, too. Right. I'm going to show that. I think, as most Bedford parents would say, Bedford answered prayers. The teachers that are here show our students and our kids what we can be and what we can grow to be. 
When I was in public school, I was kind of stuck in my chair doing nothing. But here at Bedford, I get all the help I need. I don't have to be afraid to ask for it anymore. Yeah, very good. So what letter are we going to write? Bedford impacts our reading. Bedford impacts organization. Bedford impacts character. We make friends. Bedford impacts athletics. Bedford impacts the arts. They teach to his strengths. They teach in a way that he understands and that he can be consistent. Teachers get me, like at other schools, like I'll, like the teachers will say something and I'm like, I don't get it that way. I think about it this way. Here, they think differently. Well, I like about Bedford because in science, you will do like STEM projects and they're really fun. Maybe my most favorite thing is when do you go into reading because I had trouble with that, but now it's very good because I'm learning more about it. Bedford impacts learning. Bedford impacts technology. We love math. Three, six, nine, twelve. studies STEM, science, technology, engineering, math. Bedford impacts confidence. Bedford impacts my future. Our daughter Lauren, um, she learned organizational skills that she is still using in high school. She learned how to study. Not only did she learn, she realized that she was capable of learning. The smallness has made a tremendous impact. Gargantuan is the word I would use. They're more socially open, and they're more into their studies, and they're not afraid. Really happy with Bedford. It's been a real blessing for our family. Well, that's, that's got to be gratifying to, to see that, you know, somebody that came in the fourth grade and was shy, and but now, I mean, what a great video, great, great video. Well, again, thank you um, for your calling, and one of my uh, things that I've gotten to do as a board member is come to your, your dinners and your auction y'all do at least once a year, and I'm telling y'all, it's very impactful because every year y'all have someone come back who was a former student, and they share you know, the struggles they had and got into the Bedford School and now what they're doing now, and that's got to be gratifying. It's very inspiring for me every year. I'm like, who's it going to be this year? What is their story? So I want to thank you, Betsy, for following what God's called you to do and continuing to do that. And so what we want to do at this time, like we've done in the last couple of weeks, is I'm going to ask Betsy to stand down here, and I want Jeff and Allison, who are um, uh, part of obviously running the school right now, and... Um, headmaster and assistant headmaster and we want to pray for y'all and what you're doing in the community and you know I'm just grateful for churches and encouragement and people that are in the church that are getting out in the community and doing something about problems and things in the world we know there's problems we know there's things in the world that we you know we struggle with but when God calls us not to just go isn't that awful but no what does God call me to do about that so thank you for answering that call on that all right we're going to have them stand in the middle here, and I know everybody can't do this, but um, 
just put this here. And uh, anybody in this area can put a hand on them. And then wherever you are, if you just pray um, for Betsy and Jeff and Allison and the Bedford School and what God's doing through that community uh, there, that'd be great. So let's do that at this time. Anybody just put a hand on somebody that's got a hand on somebody. How about that? Or just pray right where you are. Lord, it's got to be inspiring to you and satisfying for you as our Heavenly Father to see your children uh, being called to do something in the world, Um, a world that's been broken because of us. But, Father, you knew that ahead of time and you created good works for us to do before we were ever born, but that's what you created us to do. Thank you for Betsy following that, for Allison and Jeff, and uh, just thank you for the kids who worried about how they were going to learn, the parents who struggled and but found um, the solutions through people who follow your calling. So, Father, I thank you for uh, Betsy following that calling, for Jeff and Allison, for all the teachers and staff at Bedford. Thank you for what they're doing in kids' lives and in the community, knowing that they're just following what you've called them to do, but ultimately they're allowing others to be able to follow what they've been called to do. So, Father, we thank you for the special school. Ask your blessing on it. Continue blessing on it as they teach these kids and these kids uh, have successes and go out of that school into high school and college and their careers that you've called them to. So, Lord, we just ask a special blessing on the Bedford School today, and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.